0: Thursday evening, and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Thursday Night Throwdown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Uh, Rolling solo for the moment. Should be joined by quite a few of the fellas, hopefully. Uh, I know the boss BJ said he was free. Uh, You know, see what we got tonight, but I mean, we got some things that we need to talk about. Some things that need to be said, okay? And we're going to start off right in the NFL. The NFL COVID numbers are rising to the top, okay? And we're going to hit it hard and hit it quick right now. Washington football team has 18 players on the COVID reserve list, okay? Uh, I think Cleveland... Has 20. And it's not just affecting the NFL. It's affecting the NBA as well. My Chicago Bulls had, I I believe, seven or eight players go down on the COVID list. And I don't want to hear anybody say, well, if they were vaccinated, a lot of these players are vaccinated. And they're still coming up positive. Now, the thing is, you can't come back into the nfl to until you have two negative tests back to back okay we're talking 20 players for cleveland let me let me let me pull that up covid ir for cleveland And I'm just, I'm looking at these things, and it, it's crazy. Oh, man. And we got the boss, BJ, joining us, as as promised.
1: Evening, folks.
0: What's going on, brother?
1: Not much, man, sitting here, feeling around. Uh-uh. I, got, I got my dilemma fixed the other night. Uh,
0: with the PlayStation, but now I'm getting my ass kicked in Madden. So ooh, uh, now that's
1: what
0: it is. I get it. We talking COVID numbers rising in the NFL? All right, now this is Cleveland. Cleveland has Case Keenum out with the coat with the COVIDical. Uh, Phillips Green, Harrison. Damn, I, I scrolled down and the damn thing still went. Damn. Uh, Johnson, Baker, Mayfield, Hill, Odenigbo, McDowell, Teller, McKinley, Hooper, Wills, Landry, Forbes, Conklin. You know, these are guys that's, that's been out on the injured list. That's just this week. That these guys have been on the injury list for COVID so far, and not to mention you know normal run of the mill injuries uh, that you deal with in the NFL. Okay, now we move over to the Washington Football Team, and I'm I'm using CBS Sports uh, for um these these numbers. Uh, Larson Curl. Hudson, Ishmael, Apke, all out with the COVIDical. Forrest, Lucas, Reyes, all out with the COVIDical. Efler, Allen, Settle, Sims, Fuller, Ionitis, all out with the COVIDical. And from, let me see. Mayo and Jonathan Allen, who popped positive on Monday. They started, and we got 18 players out here in D.C. alone. Not to mention, I'm sorry, they didn't start it because you had Casey Tuhill and Smith Williams out. Uh, Who else do we have out? Montez Sweat had uh, the broken jaw, and then he popped positive for COVID. And I've seen some people say some nasty things about him, too. Because of oh, the whole says, vaccination right? thing. Yeah. Because of the vaccination thing from early in the year. Oh, you know, he get what he deserve. And I'm like, damn. But, you you know, um, you, you say these things, but you call yourself a Christian. But
1: Yeah, but, you know, the, the thing is, what's your excuse now that everybody else is vaccinated is, is hitting, getting hit? What's the excuse now?
0: I don't think there is one. To be quite honest.
1: You know, and, that, that, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you 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 had. And, and it's like anything people can find something to complain about, they will. People are complaining about the number one recruit time with Jackson State because it's a historical black college. Just think about that for a second.
0: Mm-hmm. So anything
1: people could complain about, they're going to complain about. Fuck them. That's what I say. You got all this all this nonsense to say. And then y'all are the same ones backtracking. Well, now people that are vaccinated can't play on this, on the COVID list. So now what's, what's, what are you going to complain about? People will, I tell my kids all the time, do what you want to do and, and enjoy yourself. Because no matter what it is that you find to do, somebody is going to hate you. So you might as well, and it's just not for my kids, for everybody. You might as well just go ahead and do what the hell you want to do. As long as you're not, you know, doing some shady shit, you know. But other than that, why not? Everybody got something to say. Everybody's a damn expert. Like, yeah, for real, man. But back to what you were saying about these long laundry lists of players and teams getting hit by COVID. What now?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. B what, what now do we go? I mean, do you shut the season down and everybody's asking the question, why hasn't the NFL stepped in to cancel uh, Washington, Philadelphia? Because, you know, you got 18 players out. You don't know who else is going to pop positive between today and Sunday. Okay? So, why not cancel the game, make it up later on in the week or something, you know, push Washington to having a short week, which is not a problem. You know, get everybody a chance to be safe. But here's the thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm going down the proverbial rabbit hole with this one. Daniel Snyder's in the news again. Uh, he's been accused of um, imploring a employee to get breast implants while she was working for the team. My God, I don't like that. My God, what
1: happened?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Trying to do a show and be nice, respectable family show, and you know, our resident cowboy fan in this house decides to come through in a. In a nightgown and stand in the kitchen and, and and yeah okay but um anyway he employed a um mm, girl come back here and walk through again he employed a
1: <laughs> just keep walking back and forth girl
0: yeah yeah just keep walking back and forth that's all mm. he employed a, a employee to get breast implants then also he says to another employee that uh, what was it it was about um, a lawsuit he threatened her about filing a lawsuit or something like that so you know I think Roger Goodell is pretty fed up with Daniel Snyder and I, I, I think just to stick it to old Danny boy I think like hell Mommy, they're not gonna Daddy. even about postponing win. this game so
1: I, I gotta i gotta disagree with you there and, and the, the nfl might be tired of washington probably so tired of daniel Snyder. probably so but what's the excuse for the other teams because i sent y'all I that that uh screenshot of what baker mayfield said like you know it, it's like painfully obvious it's like do y'all care about money that much you I care about money that much. And are y'all gonna run a team? Mind you, you can only have fifty-three players on your roster. You got your mm-hmm. practice squad. What? What? depends on how many people you have in your practice squad. You might have, you know, seven, eight players on there. It depends. So if a team is missing twenty players, and here's my thing: Washington just played Dallas. You don't know. You don't know the extent of it. You don't know when these people were positive. You don't know any of this. And right now, it's just business as usual in regards to what's going on. And that's, to me, that's just crazy. Like, are you not, somebody should step in and do something. Nobody's saying anything. The NFL is just like, uh, you know, we'll let the teams handle that. That's their excuse for everything now. So let the teams handle it. And it's sad. It has to be that way. And uh, uh, when our junkie, you know, Gary Allen made a really good point. It's going to get to a point where, you know, we, we know everything runs on money. All these big businesses is about money. The NFL is no different. Just because we enjoy watching it and stuff and, you know, get lost in our teams, that doesn't change the fact that they're a corporation and – They're in the business to make money. I would. Gary said he wouldn't be surprised if you know they find a way next season to let these players play with COVID as long as it ain't too bad. Because (laughs) you might get to a scenario. Just think about this. You might get to a scenario where your big your big dogs missing the uh, playoffs. What if Aaron Rodgers gets sick this time and actually tells somebody? What if Tom Brady go down? And now we know that if these two teams lose that those players, they're done. There is no oh the backup could come in. Tampa Bay, you might. We already seen uh Bryce Love. I think it's a Bryce Love for the backup for um
0: Green Bay, Bay. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not, that
1: ain't happening. That's not happening. You can go ahead, and cancel Christmas. You ain't got to worry about doing one shit. Um. But let some of these big names come up and and now they can't play. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Just imagine for a second what that's what that would be like.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause think about this. You said Tom Brady, if he goes down, you're gonna either have the Blaine Gabbard show, we already seen that, or the Kyle Trask. Show who was a second round pick uh, Out of Florida In the 2021 draft So you got one of those two guys leading This defending Super Bowl uh, 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 Champion Buccaneers and you think you're going to get the same result With those guys oh, that you would, would get, get with TB12 who was arguably The greatest quarterback Of all time and don't Get me wrong I, I It took me a long time to be able to say that And I say arguably because I love Johnny U, but we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there because I can go all night about Johnny U. But when is it going to get to the point that it's serious to everybody else? You know, it's serious to the league. And Gary was right. They care more about money and the bottom line than player safety. Think back when we were going through the whole concussion thing. They paid to make that go away. We got the money to make that go away. No worries. Pay the bread and we gone. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's more about money than it is about anything else. That's the bottom line. It's a billion dollar corporation, and we got to keep the product on the field to keep the the billion dollars rolling in. Even if you got misconduct. And I'll say it again John Gruden would have never been fired and blackball from the league like he has been if he never said anything against Roger Goodell. He could have said all those other things against everybody else, but if he would have never said anything to Roger Goodell and that mess got leaked, he'd still be in the league today. But all he did was say things about Roger Goodell that everybody in the league, around the league, associated with the league, pretty much believe. Roger Goodell is not very well liked by players or owners. So, I'm just saying. But we're going to keep an eye on these COVID numbers and it, they're really getting out of hand already. And I just I, I hope like hell that it doesn't get to the point where we we start losing anybody else to this damn virus. Man, we got to get a handle on it as a people, not just in the sports world as a people. So that that means, you know, the things that we did during 2020 before the vaccine was even thought of. The washing of the hands, the social distancing, everybody masking up. Hell, I say go for another lockdown. Man, you know, I
1: have to do that because no, that would cost too much money.
0: Yeah, you have to but, pay
1: people to stay home.
0: Man, they already,
1: they hadn't already got scammed out of, of PPP loans. Yeah, you would have to go through that again. It's crazy. But, all the scammers, all the scammers got their money, mm-hmm. and the people that actually need the shit can't get it.
0: Nope your gig workers that lost wages and they tried to apply for it. You know, they gave them maybe a $1,000. But your gig workers didn't get those PPP loans like they should have. But I mean, people popping up, you know, celebrities popping up $2.3 million. But you go back into the lockdown, you try to get a handle on this thing, but you put the mandates back in the the place. You know, in Toronto, and, well in Canada period they're, they're, um, any place that has more than a thousand people that holds more than a thousand people has to operate at half capacity from now on yeah
1: they, yeah, they just went back to that
0: right and, because their numbers started to rise
1: but we'll see America is greedy America's roots are embedded in greed in greed so um yeah that, it's just that's that's not gonna happen. That's just mm. not gonna happen, unless unless you just pe- people just start dropping like flies. That's it's just not gonna happen.
0: Well, they already dropping, but I guess they're just not important enough for it, you know to be noticeable. So,
1: of course, not. Of course not. And, and before we move on, mm-hmm. we always say, you know, this about when, when the players, the NBA has proved that the players have the power, whether you like it or not. If the players feel like the league doesn't have their best interests, then the players have to step up and shut it down. Why you know what I'm saying? If 20 of your if 20 of your teammates, your brethren, are gone, why are you suiting up? Why are you suiting up? If twenty if twenty of your players are gone, nobody can give you a a solid you know, hey, we don't know exactly who started the, you know, the 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 the, the, the who, you know, where it came from, who got sick first. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. Washington just got finished playing Dallas, and now they're having an outbreak. So, what if you know the Cowboys are carrying or somebody, you know, and they're not, they're not showing a positive yet. It's just mm-hmm. so it's so much snowballing that could be taking place. And it's just, you know, for whatever reason. Um, but like I said, the players have players have control, whether they, you know, they like it or not. All they have to do is be like, "Hey, he ain't playing." We and you
0: can't, blame. You, yeah, can't you, blame you can't blame
1: You can't. We're not playing this week until, you know, we feel like we need to to postpone this. You know. But until they do that, yeah. shut up, basically.
0: Yeah, shut play. up and, and play. Yeah, Shut up and it's, play. Yeah, if, 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 if you, it ain't shut up and dribble, it's shut up and play. Yeah, shut, shut up, up and go out and throw that ball.
1: That's right. Because if y'all not going to come together as a unit and stop this nonsense and make the NFL do what you want them to do, you know, I mean, then the, the, the Browns are not going to cut Baker Mayfield, they're not going to cut 20 people. The Washington's not going to cut 20 people.
0: Mm-hmm. So, But you want to know something funny, brother?
1: What's that?
0: Think about this. What you just said, come together and say, we're not going to take this shit anymore. You know, that would work outside of sports. The people could come together and say, we're not going to take this shit no more as a people.
1: Hey, Amen. <laughs> Whole nother
0: argument Whole nother argument So I'm caught up in the day. I, I need to go wireless or something. I'm caught up in all the courts But um, lastly on the NFL Urban Meyer fired Um, shouldn't The first be. thing I said When that rolled across the screen Is about damn time He shouldn't have never been hired Because I, I said you know When Urban Meyer was hired I said he's going to either One or two things He's not gonna adjust well to the NFL game or he's going to burn out. Because he has a habit of burn he burnt out at Ohio. Was not, well, not Ohio State. Was it uh, Yeah, it was Ohio State, he burnt out. It
1: was Ohio State. He had started having a bit major health problems.
0: Right. And he burnt out at Florida too. That's why he left Florida. Now, I would have thought that Urban Meyer would have got fired or quit once the Notre Dame job opened, because he was supposed to take the Notre Dame job back in Before he went to Florida, I want to say he was supposed to take the Notre Dame job one of those times. He was rumored to take that because that's, I think, a dream job. But anyway, 2-11 in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars, eliminated from playoff contention. 13 games in, he's fired. They take uh, Darren Bevel as their interim coach. And I text you the other night and I said, B, remember Darren Bevel was one of the hottest assistants and was the you know the front runner for every head coaching job from here to the West Coast, but never got near one. So now he's the head man over in uh, Jacksonville. Now thoughts on Urban Meyer? Do you think it was the girl dancing on him, or do you think it's it, that, that what has come out what he did with the kicker, where he he kicked a uh, one of his place kickers in the in a leg doing warm ups and called him um, a dip I mean, what do you think it was? That was the last straw.
1: First first of all, before we, before I get in there. You hear all these reports about how he went off on the assistant coaches and stuff, how he kicked his kicker. Just go back and think of how many teams college teams that he's led that he's probably been doing the same type of shit to. But, you know, those are kids. They're, you know, permanent programs, scared to say anything. So that's a whole nother, whole nother uh, ball of wax right here. Um, I think that because Jacksonville is a bad franchise. Detroit is a bad franchise. So I don't feel bad for the franchise ownership because they got what they deserve. Detroit, too. Because we're talking about Firing Jim Caldwell and not making the playoffs sense. So I don't feel bad for these 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 uh franchises. But I think that after, you know, over time they start seeing what their mistake. Because those Jacksonville teams that, you know, Urban Meyer put out on the field, it wasn't like they were, you know, um, you know, competing. They would get embarrassed. Except, you know, when they played the Buffalo Bills, of course. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence looks horrible. So now you, you, you got the quote unquote prize possession in Trevor Lawrence. And now you have to figure out if, if he's that bad or is, well, is it Urban Meyer? Which I think it might be a little bit of both. So now you got to figure all this out. But I think the coaching B rating. I think is what really probably kind of took it to where he needed to be fired. Where they'd be like, "Okay, yeah, they were." Pro- I'm thinking they were probably the the strip club thing didn't help at all. But you know, it seemed like that kind of down. You know, but um, I think the the berating of the coaches, and then with Josh Lambo, which I thought was weak by Josh Lambo, man, this happened in August. So Urban Meyer should be missing teeth. I'm not going to – I don't care what the, fuck, what the position is, and a lot of people are saying, hey, man, he didn't do that to a defensive lineman or, you know, offensive lineman or a star player. Yeah, It don't matter. If you kick me and if we weren't playing or something, you should, you're going to be missing teeth by the time I get up and figure out, oh, he's not playing. He's not joking. Okay, got you. Boom, right there and there. Right then and there, so it, it, oh my goodness, hey man, you can type all that in the comments you want, <laughs> and the comments let y'all, you know, sit and be big boys, but you won't do that shit to our face, so we're going to continue our, our show, because you ain't got no damn show, but um, yeah, he, he, he should have never been hired. Should have never been fucking hired. And I'm glad to see him go. I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see what college lines up to go get him. Because somebody's going to go. Somebody's going to get him. Urban Meyer is one of them people that absolutely has to have football in his life. So we're going to see, you know, I know Gary was saying probably need to take a couple, you know, years, a season or two off, cool off. Because how are you going to go in somebody's parents' house and say, oh, yeah, you know, this is what what happened in, you know, Jacksonville. They're like, did you really berate your coaches? Did you kick your damn kicker? You got to answer all these questions now. And I don't think it doesn't matter if you take a season, two seasons off, you still going to have to answer these questions. I think what's going to happen is he's going he's gonna to pop up at a, a lower-tier school, probably not a powerhouse, get itself together, and then go from there, you know, somebody's going to, you know, scoop him up. Strayer University. Absolutely, <laughs> I love Univers- it. Stray University, U- University of Phoenix.
0: Oh my God! Yep. Colorado but, Technical University. No,
1: unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> you
0: know he
1: he's going he's going to get another shot. He's going to get another shot. Unfortunately, it is what it is. He should be his his NFL career is finished. His NFL, yeah, his NFL career is finished. And if it if somebody hired him after that, then you know that's on them. But his NFL career is definitely finished. So, um, I hope you didn't block who was in the um the the uh, comments. Did you, Captain?
0: Oh, we can unblock them if you want, eh? Hey.
1: Oh no, nah, don't don't block them. Let them let them hear. Oh. let them hear us fucking talk. You oh okay. You, you logged into our show and you blowing up our comments with shit words that them fucking words can't hurt us, man. Hey, them fucking words can't hurt us, man. Like like I said, if you not gonna say that, you wouldn't dare say that shit to my face. That'd be the same motherfucker shaking your hand. And we're not gonna repeat the comments. Because they, they they're uh I'm sorry, I'm getting my ass whooped and mad. I'm trying to concentrate. And then I see this dumb shit in the comments. It's like, come on, man. Like, it's 2021. Ugh.
0: Get a fucking you got,
1: life. Yeah, get a fucking life. If you ain't got nothing harder to say than that, then look. You you if you just heard the names I call KG and I telegram you, Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Man, this is this is uh this urban mind thing. I, I it doesn't it, it makes no sense to me. Because I I thought he was a good coach at Utah, but then I seen him at Florida. And I wasn't really impressed with him, you know, but it is what it is. His coaching career is over. Uh, I think one of us has a better opportunity of getting hired in the NFL than he does. So
1: I don't agree it, with that, bro. What you mean? I think it, I think his chances of getting hired in the NFL are still greater than ours. <laughs> I really do, man. Like, like just look at what's going, on and you know, we we got some stuff to talk about, but just look at. Just look at what's going on you know They, you know they're talking about what who should you know take over the the, the jacksonville job permanently and of course leftwich eric b enemy and um I'm, I, it's a couple other black coaches y'all don't deserve those coaches why in the hell would a coach you're going to hire these coaches it, because this 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 the whole franchise is in the dumps. It's not just it's not just a you know a tweak this here tweak this here and, and you know y'all back on the road. It's not that. It's a complete dumpster fire, right? So you're going to hire one of these coaches that should have got a better job to to this shit this shit show this absolute shit show. They're going to get it back up. We, we've seen it so many times. They're going to get it back up. To where it's respectable, then they're gonna get fired for the Cliff Kingsbury's of the world. You know? They're gonna get the Jim Caldwell situation. I'm like, damn, they made the playoffs. We're gonna fire this dude now because we want we want this white guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I like when I see that, that shit makes me mad. That, you know, oh now we're gonna consider Brian, Byron Leftwich, and Eric the Enemy. Nah, why didn't they get why didn't they get the Arizona job? You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, it's not a well, Anthony Lynn. The treatment Anthony Lynn got. The charges doing the same damn thing. The same exact thing he got fired for. So what's the excuse now?
0: There is that, one. There isn't one. That's the thing. There isn't one. There is isn't an excuse. So Oh my God. It's Steve Wilkes uh uh um um anthony lynn jim caldwell these are coaches that were fired only team that didn't uh do better after they fired their coach was detroit detroit went backwards
1: yes it did. De-
0: detroit went backwards um arizona got better they're, they're the number one seed currently um the the the, the charges are muddling around, but trying to find their way. But they Anthony gave, Lynn had them playing better.
1: They gave Steve Wilkes one season with Josh Rose.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, didn't he? What did he go? Three and thirteen, or did he go eight and eight? Let me I'm find that. Sure.
1: Yeah, Let me I'm find not it. sure what he. Did. But it's like, are, are you serious?
0: I think he went three and thirteen. You know- but that was, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get another head coaching job. He wound up going to be a coordinator.
1: Mm-hmm. He did
0: three and thirteen. He went
1: three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. you what do you expect with Josh Rosen at the helm? And so instead of making a instead of owning up to your mistake, say, yeah, we 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 drafted a bum.
0: <laughs> we, we
1: made the we we drafted the wrong Josh because that was the Josh Allen draft too. We drafted the wrong Josh. Instead of owning up to your mistake, giving Steve Wilkes time to build and get his guy in there, blame Cliff Kingsbury in, and he gets his guy. Somebody that can actually play quarterback, and guess what he's doing, eh? Number one. Mm-hmm. Can't be a fucking coincidence, man.
0: No, it's not. And speaking of playoff seeding, Damn it, I just had it. I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, NFL playoffs pitcher, who's your favorite from each side? Who's your favorite from the NFC and the AFC to win it all? Because everything is so twisted around. Uh, The Patriots are number one in the AFC at nine and four. Um, Your Bills are seventh. They're 7 and 6, but the Browns are 8th. The Bengals are are 9th, the Broncos are 10th, yeah. and they're all 7 and 6. Okay. The Steelers are a half a game behind at 11, and uh 6-6 and 1. The Raiders are 6 and 7 and 12. 6 and 7 Dolphins. That should that should line up. Who do you have as a favorite to come out of the AFC right now?
1: I like the Patriots.
0: Okie dokie. Uh, you, I, you know I, I, what?
1: I, I, I like the Patriots. You know they're they're complete. They have their identity. They know what they want to do. They're not trying to figure out, like the Bills are trying to figure out what it is they're good at, which is crazy. And you know the, the Bills thing is a whole nother. I recorded something. I still have even released it because I I it's so much to dive into with that. But the the Bills don't have an identity. Um. Tennessee, we already said what was wrong with Tennessee. We already said what's wrong with Tennessee. And I said it I said it once the Bills lost. I said, if they lose Derrick Henry, you're going to see the real t- Ryan Tannehill. You're going to see the real t- Ryan Tannehill. And that's what we're seeing right now. Somebody that can't lead a team. The Miami Tannehill, that's what you're seeing. So, yeah, Tennessee without Derrick Henry, that's that's done. They're done. They might they still got really good defense. Um but yeah, without without Derek Henry, they're they're not they're not serious. Um The Patriots, man, I who else in the AFC um is even I'm trying to NFL playoffs, I'm trying to pull it up my damn so uh and have the Chiefs, baby. Pitcher. The
0: Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. The
1: Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. Thank you. Everybody counted the Chiefs out. The Chiefs are riding hot right now. The Chargers are scary too. Ravens, I'm not too sure about the Ravens. Um, Lamar just, he's a, you know, he's a he's a playmaker. He's a superstar. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, sometimes it's just like. A little bit too inconsistent for me. The Ravens, him and the Ravens as a whole, a little bit too inconsistent. Um, I think the Chargers and the Chiefs, if I had to rank rank them, I'm going to give the Chiefs. Chiefs, number one. Give me the Patriots next. And then give me the Chargers. The Bills probably will make the playoffs, maybe. But they ain't going to make no noise. Their, Their time is done. They had their chances That's 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 over for them. So, NFC. Because I know that's what you're gonna ask next. You okay?
0: Okay. Mm -mm.
1: He tripped over one of his structures. Not to leave on the floor. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay.
0: okay. Come on, nephew.
1: It's okay. So, NFC. Um. I think the Packers and the Buccaneers because the, the Cardinals just lost DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the regular season. They're hoping to get him back for the playoffs. Spraying Um I think it's going to be a Packers-Buccaneers rematch NFC Championship. The Cowboys too inconsistent, too sloppy. Um, the Rams, I, you know, the Rams are the Rams. They could be a, a really good, great team. They're having COVID issues, I believe. Um, so you got to see how that's gonna play out, but I, I, I'm gonna take the Packers and the Buccaneers. I got you. I got you. Uh, rematch, rematch in NFC. What about you, brother?
0: Well, down in the in the text uh window, the honey y'all alchemist says, I thought we were supposed to meet back here when the Patriots played the Bills. I, that that right there would have been a hell of a conversation. I, oh my goodness, that was just a is bad this, game is, for the Bills. Is,
1: is this the Bills fan?
0: No, no, no. That's I um. That's uh, uh the wrapping up podcast. That's I got to get y'all together to talk okay, about Bills because okay. he is terribly upset. Um. Well,
1: well, yeah. I I I never really had faith in the Bills. I, I I see you know lost faith. I never really had faith. I kept coming on here and saying that they weren't for real. You know the for real teams. You know when Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady get the ball in their hands, they can do something with it. Josh Allen still has a hump to get over. And it's not entirely his fault. He has a horrible offensive line. That is the That is, they have to, they're going to have to get, they're going to spend, spend their first two or three picks on offensive line. They got to get a, a guard and a right tackle. Have to. Have to. They got to replace Miss Morse. They got him from Kansas City. He's injury prone. Um, Cody Ford, left tackle, garbage. You can't win in this league. Yeah, look, I I wanted to believe. I'm watching the games and they're just not, they're not, I've been watching football for, what, 30 years now. You know when teams are serious. You know when teams can put other teams away, when they can, you know, come back. They haven't, every team they played that was at full strength, the Titans, the Patriots, the serious teams, the Chiefs were struggling in the beginning. They couldn't do nothing with him. You know? They couldn't do anything with him. Now, and I keep saying, and I I said this, in the beginning of the season, the middle of the season, you better have a top five defense if you're playing the Dolphins twice. The Jaguar game, even though they lost again, there was no offense in that game. The Chiefs were struggling. You played Washington. They were struggling on offense. You played the Jets once. They couldn't move the ball. You're going to have a top. That's what I say. Is not that offense is not a top five off defense. That is a fifteen to twenty defense at best. At best, they got a little bit better at rushing the passer. They still got a, a really good safe uh, secondary combo with Hyde and Poirier. but they lost Trey White for the season. Okay, you know, hey, somebody got to step up with this team. They, they're they they're not here yet. The Tampa Bay loss. And I hate saying this, and I don't want to turn this into a Buffalo thing. The Tampa Bay loss was a good loss for them because it seemed like something clicked and they were just like, we're tired of this shit. We're tired of this shit. Let's let's play ball. And it seemed like they had it for a second. Once again, that shoddy, shitty-ass defense let another big-ass run in to decide the game because last week, it was the 70-yard, 70 75-yard run they gave up to the Patriots. It's not a coincidence, folks. They keep doing the same shit over and over again on defense. Big, gashing runs. Then they let another one in with Tampa Bay. And then the, the, the Cordell Patterson, not Cordell Patterson, Curryman, uh, uh game-winning touchdown. Big play, Buffalo Bill defense. But they don't make the big plays. That's, that's what they are. Um... I'm rambling, but yeah, back to you, KG. Where do you have your AFC picks and your NFC picks?
0: Well, oh shoot, you sound like a disappointed parent. Put your address in the chat and I'll send you some tissue and chocolates. Keep, I, you keep know the what?
1: tissues, send me the chocolates and a bottle of uh, your best bourbon.
0: <laughs> but I get where you're coming from. With, with that feeling about your team Because as a Washington fan I felt like that for like the last 30 years You know, you, you you feel good some years But some years you just be like Yeah, they ain't gonna do shit But now, looking at this playoff picture The Chiefs out of the AFC No doubt in my mind No doubt in my mind Chiefs out of the AFC Because The Patriots are young Even though they're Bill Belichick coach They're young Uh, The Colts <clears> Hmm <throat> not feeling them too much but i think it's gonna be it might shake out to be a chiefs bills afc championship game and i think it's gonna be really really close to get there it's gonna be a lot of skin of the teeth wins and then uh in the nfc every year every time that i pick the packers the packers get to the nfc championship game and they lay a dud uh i'm not even gonna say nothing about the cowboys because i'm gonna sound like a hater so i'm not gonna say anything uh washington what in the world is that huh wow anyway i just got i got background noise i apologize i got um the buccaneers where it's at So, you know, the Buccaneers are the favorite. They're the defending champions. They're 10-3. So, they're they're the favorite out of this. So, give me a Buccaneers, a rematch. (laughs) We're getting like the NBA. Nope, you know what? Take that back. Just because you won't, I will. Bills, Buccaneers, Super Bowl. Just because you won't, I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just for you, I'll do it.
1: Let me, let me tell you what the Buffalo Bills fans just went through as a unit. You lose to the Patriots. They retooled in one year. They do something they normally never do, which is spin free agent. They spin a free agency heavy. Retooled one year, got a rookie quarterback, come to Buffalo, playing weather that, you know, it's supposed to favor Buffalo, but it's a wash because quiet. But it's a wash because New England plays in the same crap. And beats you at home in a critical game for the AFC East up, up, up in line. You've been getting your ass beat by this team for 20 years. Okay? No excuses. No excuses. They should have beat that team. Then, the next week, not only you lose to Bill Belichick and your arch rival the Patriots and lose lose hold on the AFC East and the AFC, you go back the next week and you lose to fucking Tom Brady! It's like taking a shot of gasoline, then falling with diesel fuel, and, sl- and swallowing a damn match. If it, it depends on what, t- who, who, who you're fan, what team you're fan of. Unless you're a Buffalo fan, and, and, and KG made a good point to me in the WhatsApp, WhatsApp chat, you can't understand losing and being dominated by a team for twenty years. And not only being dominated by that team, I think it would have been better if the team didn't have the greatest fucking quarterback ever, the greatest head coach ever, and now they're proving by themselves that they're still the greatest. Bill Belichick's still the greatest coach. Went for two in that game against Buffalo. it, it, It set the tone. Buffalo couldn't get in the fucking end zone. Right? Then you go up against the greatest quarterback the next week, and he keeps proving why he's the greatest quarterback. But like I said, it was a point in that Buffalo game, the Buffalo-Tampa game. No, you can't. You can't get away from them. You can't get away from them. And I'm sure the Panthers – oh, Stephon Gilmore's on the Panthers. I'm sure he'll have the game-sealing interception. You know, then it's like you drink the gasoline, you drink the diesel, you light the match, swallow that, that shit blows you up. Then the next week you play the Panthers – Then a former Patriot, former Bill, that left the the Bills for the Patriots, has this game-sealing interception. It's like somebody sews you back together, and you're alive, and you have feeling. That's that's what it's like to be a Buffalo Bills fan. You've been blown up. You blew yourself up to get rid of this shit, and they found, as soon as they blow blow you up, they come out with a cure to sew people back together and keep you alive and have feeling. And now all day you feel like you're burning. You can feel every terror in your body. All this shit. You can feel all of this shit. This that's what is that's what it's like to be a Buffalo fan right now. A team that was favored to win the Super Bowl, favorite MVP Josh Allen. They just not ready yet. They they're they're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. They gotta retool some things, they gotta retool in the trenches, in the defense, in the front seven, offensively. Offensively, uh you could get five motherfuckers on the street to block better than the Buffalo Bills offensive line. Okay. You could get you could get you could get five deep freezers. And just have somebody, every every play, put them on a, a dolly to move the chains. And that would be better than the five mobile motherfuckers that's in the, in the game now. They're horrible. I don't want to turn this into a Buffalo Bills rant. I, I don't. I'm just saying. They're that bad. Up front on the defense, you got some hard decisions to make. Are you going to keep Tremont, Tremont Edmonds? He has his... Pros and cons. Or you keep Matt Milano. He doesn't seem like he can stay healthy a lot. He's a really good. Do you need different backs? Do you need. It's time for Jerry Hughes to go. I love Jerry Hughes. He don't have it no more. He's not an every down play. He's down there every down. Why is he there every down? That bum ass AJ Espinize they drafted. Silent. He's in the corner hiding. Ed Oliver, he come every now and again. He seems like he's coming around. He's not no three hundred pound defensive tackle. He's more of a finesse D tackle, and I think he's still trying to find his way. But it, you know, doesn't help when you have nobody else. We talk about that with Washington. Like if nobody on the on, if you're not worried about anybody on the defensive line, you can just block everybody normal. It's not like. Aaron Donald, like, yeah, we got to put two people on him, and then somebody else start eating. Josh Allen is the answer for Buffalo. Let me just say that. Diggs, I think that combination is good. They shouldn't have signed Emmanuel Sanders. That was a bad decision because I think they pushed Gabe Davis back, and Gabe Davis made a lot of really good plays and in the playoffs last year. He made a lot of big catches, and I thought it was going to be Diggs, Gabe Davis, Beasley in the slot, and then you go get a speedster, which is Isaiah McKenzie, which they won't won't let on the field except for kickoff returns. <sighs> KG, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to put on mute.
0: <laughs> All right. I picked my two, I, and I, I picked Buffalo. I, you know what? I got to take the blame for that. So um, before we move on to this NBA, honey, y'all alchemist brung this up. Deion Sanders and Jackson State University signed away the number one player in this year's recruiting class. And I'm pulling this up. And they people are livid. Why would you choose Jackson State? And I, I knew this was going to happen because that's the one of the reasons why Dion said he went to Jackson State. Because he wanted players to come to HBCUs. And then a lot of things that's been going on, a lot of people have been saying, you know, hey, send your kids to HBCUs. The experience is like no other. And one thing you can find at HBCU is not only is it about education, but it's something special about those colleges. Your Morgan States in the area, your Bowie States, Merlin Eastern Shore. Howard University. And we know firsthand about Howard University, don't we, BJ? So you got those, you got Hampton, you know, I'm the sorry. Jackson. Mute. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I had to mute on my band I'm, I'm still stealing talking about Buffalo. But yes, we do. Absolutely
0: do. So, you know, we know about HBCUs. Now, I'm reading this on a Bleacher report. Deion Sanders denies recruit Travis Dave, Travis Hunter Is his name got 1.5 Million in an NIL Which is a name image and likeness Contract to go and he got that From Jackson State so Basically now because he Chose Jackson State Now they're saying that Dion paid Or Jackson State paid to get him there 1.5 million dollars Are we serious right now this is what You come up with what kind of Bush league bullshit Is this you, you you can't just accept the fact That the kid chose where he wanted to go And if I'm not mistaken Isn't this guy a cornerback?
1: Yes he's, I, it, Gary said he's a two-way player Okay He's a two-way player I don't know if he's going to play more wide receiver than cornerback Gary thinks he's going to play more uh Wide receiver But if if he is You get to learn from the greatest Cornerback quarter, One of the greatest cornerbacks Depending on who you're talking to you talk to Gary Allen, he's the greatest cornerback ever, and Deion Sanders. Mm, mm, mm. So why not why not go? Why it's like like I said, it doesn't doesn't even matter what you do. It's gonna be somebody that feels like they gotta complain about it.
0: Exactly. It's
1: crazy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man.
0: You know? And this team and went eleven battle- and one last year.
1: Yep, one that one near one near uh what you call
0: them? The SWAT. Yeah, they won the SWAT conference. And they, they should be coming up on a bowl game, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you know, cause uh the FCS has their own bowls, not as big, but they should be December matter of fact, Saturday. They put in South Carolina State. Twelve o'clock. Okay. Okay. So, you know, but no, they, they got playoffs down there in the FCS because you know that used to be division one double a the fcs because remember you had division one division one double a and then you had division two and division three so they they're going to play south carolina state on saturday but if this is my son now i I told both of my sons i'll never influence where you want to go to school at you go with what best fits for you I'll sit back and I'll listen to recruiting pitches. But if I hear, you know, if I feel somebody's blowing smoke up your ass, I'll let it be known. But you have a player that's playing corner. Why would I choose to go to Florida State? Who And Florida State has been in decline for the last, since Jameis Winston and Eddie Goldman and all those guys that won a national championship have left. Florida State has been in decline. They say, why don't he go to Ohio State? Isn't Ohio State on the downside because they lost to Michigan for the first time in what, seven, eight years? Ten.
1: I think it's 10, nine, It may have been years. 10.
0: And Ohio State is not the same team that it was three, four, five years ago, okay? You say, oh, you got all these other colleges. He could have went to Notre Dame. Well, he would be sitting behind a couple of players going to Notre Dame. Notre Dame is deep all the way around the board. And they got a new coach. So, you know, that wouldn't have been a smart move because we don't know what this new coach can do in Notre Dame. We'll find out when bowl season starts, just to get a little glimpse. But he chose Jackson State. I say big ups to him, big ups to Dion because you chose you went where you chose. Okay. And nobody influenced it. Big ups to Dion for landing the number one player in the nation. I'm good, and the honey y'all alchemist says the energy down here in Jackson is crazy right now. We're looking at having Dion for at least six years, yeah, and maybe more, maybe more, because not only did Dion come, wasn't his son was like a top five recruit, wasn't he? Well, uh, one of his sons was a top five recruit. Went to uh, Jackson yeah, I'm State. Not sure. I think another son. Uh, I think he got both of his sons down there with him. And then he but you know Everybody say he he got all these celebrities He got celebrities on his coaching staff But he got everybody that's on his coaching staff Has NFL experience Both his sons are here and his daughter Is coming Tell me where's he going wrong But not only is he Teaching the game of football Dion sitting down And giving wisdom he giving life And he giving life Advice and I follow him on uh, uh, Instagram. And since he's taken his job, he hasn't been on social media as much, giving out those words of wisdom because he's giving it to those kids. I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Because, you, you know, every once in a while you get a chance for a team from the FCS to move up the Division One ball. Imagine if Dion moves him up to uh, to Division One Bowl. You know, that's like uh, I used to get upset. Go ahead.
1: No, I was saying, and that's that's the thing that's beautiful about this. Dion can really build, and it's and, and we know why the hate is there. Just because, just like that that dumbass that was in our comments for whatever reason, when black people flourish and start to do things a little bit better or pull a recruit from your favorite uni- your favorite high-priced, well-funded university. They got their own TV contracts. Now it's an issue. As long as you get the one-star recruits and two-star recruits, maybe a three, and every, every now and again you might get a four. They got grade problems and character issues that has to go to your school for a year. But when you legitimately get a, a, a number one, now it's an issue. Now, that's an issue. If Dion and that that school, if that was Montana State, we wouldn't even talk about this.
0: Hmm. We
1: wouldn't be talking about it.
0: Not at all. And,
1: and I would. I would love to. I would love to. Matter of fact, I'm a. i am got. I got to redownload my my uh, app for the stations because I love listening to different stations. When like something like a sports bomb drop, I love listening to what they're saying and you could do that nowadays because of technology.
0: Yes indeed. Yes indeed. And think about this. We we've seen HBCUs be dominant. And I remember for like 3 years in a row, like Grambling was like 12 and 0, 11 and 1. You know, 12 and 0, 12 and 0 under Eddie Robinson. Then they did it under Doug Williams. And, and I used to always wonder, why do they call it the Black College National Championship? Why is Grambling never invited to move up to that D1 and, you know, compete with the big boys because they may look like they're short on talent, but shoot, that's where a lot of the talent is coming from. And it's a lot of great NFL greats. And Shannon Sharp said it. that came from small black colleges. Jerry Rice went to Mississippi Valley. Shannon Sharp went to Savannah State. Uh, 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 Art Shell went to Maryland Eastern Shore. It was called Maryland State at the time. Or oh, was that Gene Upshaw? But all of them went to black colleges. A lot of players that played with the Chiefs in the '60s went to black colleges. A lot of their defensive players. Uh, uh, uh one. Uh, um, damn, I can't think. I just watched a damn thing earlier. One of the greatest linebackers in Chief history went to Morgan State. You know, you, you, you get players like that, but they never get the shine because it's the HBCU. And, man, I'm all for this. What Dion is doing, I am all for it. All for it. Big ups to him. Honey Yard Alchemist says Jackson State has more gold jackets than any PWC in Mississippi. Shit. Wait, Walter Payton went to Jackson State, correct? Did he? Walter Payton went to Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yup. <laughs> yup. You know, you had you, see these little schools, man. They produce great people. Great people, man. But they're, not, see,
1: they're not the big. Do- they're not the big dogs, though.
0: But guess what? You know, when it's not the big dog, you know what you got? You got people. And players that come out of there that are not just talented on the field or on the basketball court, but they're talented in life. It's a different education when you come out of a smaller school like that, especially at HBCU. That's why the experience is different. So... I'm all for it. I love it. And anybody that got something bad to say about it, you can always, you know, hit the, the uh, sideline junkies email sidelinejunkie247 at gmail.com. I'll drop the address. We can meet and we can go ahead and knuckle up because this is nothing bad. This is what's good about daggone um, football. This is what's good. So, um, we're running short on time, so let's go rapid fire real quick. Let me ask you a quick question, BJ. Do you still have faith in the Lakers, Wizards, and Knicks? And I threw the Knicks in there, just some Daddy. something.
1: Um, No. N- None I, I, of them? The Wizards? Nah, I already, we already talked about the Lakers. The Lakers are, you know, the Lakers are what they are. And you know, our, I don't. I didn't think they were going to win a championship anyway. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to trying to read something, but um, um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm complete. I lost my train of thought. No, Wizards. I don't know what's going on. With the Wizards, I think they got a little bit too big-headed, and you know, like the, like always, that you know, this team got to learn how to win. Don't forget, this is still a young team. You know, they get a little success, and you think it's gonna, you think it's gonna keep going, and and you know, you kind of back off a little bit. You think people are gonna be scared of you, and that's not the case. You still gotta prove yourself. Y'all haven't brushed to the grape done anything. Um, you know, the Knicks or the Knicks. You know, they, they're they young, too, and they got to learn how to win. So what was the other team?
0: Uh, the, well, it was the Lakers, Wizards, and Knicks. You got all three. We already talked about the Lakers. You have nothing, no feelings whatsoever towards the Lakers.
1: No, no. Okay.
0: Uh, I got faith in the Wizards because, you know, it's still early. They're down right now to – The hot Phoenix Suns, 76-58, to but they'll put it together. I'm not worried about that. They'll put it together. Uh, The Lakers, they're going to put it together. The Knicks, they're going to put it together. Talk to me around about All-Star break, and then I might have lost some faith in them. So that's what I'll say about that. Now, I've been holding on to this for two days, and this is an unpopular opinion that I'm going to drop. Steph Curry, is he the greatest shooter, greatest point guard, the greatest scorer, and possibly even the GOAT?
1: Greatest shooter, yes. Everything else, his career isn't finished. I can't – like he's not not the greatest scorer. The GOAT, it depends on how many championships Golden Stoke can reel off because the way they're playing now – Hey, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> um, the way they're playing now without Clay, and you get Clay back in there, get him time to get his legs and stuff together, and they can win a championship. and we was talking in the junkie chat about how that com- you know, some of us thought that completely discredits what K D did with them. Because they reloaded and did it without him. Now they never won another championship, then okay. You know you can't really say that, but now that they're rolling like they are and playing like they are, you still got Phoenix to deal with another color of the teams. That's why I think the Lakers can't keep the Lakers can't keep up scoring with Golden State. They just can't. Those guys aren't young enough no more to do that. Um, and Anthony Davis isn't playing like he should. But <clears throat> greatest score, greatest shooter. Yes, I will give him that now. Greatest shooter. He passed Ray Allen. Uh, total made three-pointers all-time, and he has a better shooting percentage shooting more threes than, you know, Rihanna did for his career, which is amazing. Um, But the other things, not yet. It just depends on the rest of his career.
0: Now, the Honey Yard Alchemist says, the GOAT or KID? I think he's a kid. I like that because I get that. I get that. I, I get what you're saying there. Now, here's my unpopular opinion. Steph Curry, greatest shooter? No. He's a volume shooter who's ruined the game. And I say that he's ruined the game because you got these middle schoolers and these young kids pulling up from the logo high school and shooting and knocking down shots sometimes. But they're missing a lot more than they are knocking down. I remember when J.J. Redick used to do it at Duke. And everybody said it would never translate to the NBA. That's the same thing that Steph Curry does now was what J.J. Redick was doing at Duke, okay? He's not, he ruined the game because he takes shots like that, but nobody knows how much practice and time that he's put in and they never put it and they see him do it and he just they just run and do it. Steph worked an awful lot on his craft to be able to do the things that he does. Remember, this is a kid that they said would never make it in the NBA because he's a tweener, he's too small, he's too fragile, he's this, he's that. But I always say he ruined the game because everybody sees the success but don't know about the hardships. And maybe one day he'll talk about it and they'll really look at, you know, what he went through. All everybody knows all everybody knows is the Steph Curry you see now, This this, you know, Amazing person off the court, great player on the court. That's all they see. And I say he ruined the game because nobody knows the backstory. They don't see the backstory. And if they're old enough to remember, they forget that the hardship that he went through where Golden State was actually thinking about choosing long-term Monte Ellis over him. Most people don't remember that. I can't call him the greatest shooter because... Mark
1: Jackson, The boy Mark Jackson called it, though, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he did. And look where he at. He back on TV, but he ain't been back in the daggone sidelines yet.
1: He ain't going to either.
0: Mm. But, you know, he should have a ring <coughs> and some other hardware, but I'm not even going to get into that because it's going to make me angry. But... Greatest shooter. I can't give him the greatest shooter because he's a, he's a volume shooter. He shoots more threes than teams did fifteen years ago, ten years ago. He shoots more threes in the season than whole teams did. The game has changed and is predicated on the outside shot. Nobody works inside outside anymore. It's outside two dribble. is bring the ball up two dribble shoot. Two dribble shoot. You know everybody's shooting threes. Nobody. The mid range game is dead. Uh, A big men game is dead. Back to the basket is dead. But it's all about scoring because that's everybody loves. Me, personally, I love scoring. But I love to see you shoot the mid-range jumper. You know, the big man play with the back to the basket, but he can take you out to 15, 20 feet and still shoot or put it on the floor and go past you. I love that. But you don't see that very often. And then also Steph's career is not over. His career is not over. And with this next generation coming up and the way he's shooting, that record's going to go down in about 10 to 15 years. And we'll be talking about somebody else being the greatest shooter of all time. So his career is not over, but he's a volume shooter. Look at how many threes he shoots a game compared to what Ray Allen shot, what Reggie Miller shot, what Larry Bird shot. Think about that. And I mean – If all you do is shoot threes, it's easy to call him the greatest shooter. And I'm not saying that's all he does because he can get to the basket. He's an excellent free throw shooter. But if your game is predicated on the three-point shot, yes, I can say easily, oh, yeah, you're the greatest shooter of all time because that's what you do. But I'm not going to give him that title because I don't want to. And that's just my opinion. And that's my unpopular opinion. I refuse to give it to him. As far as being a point guard, Steph's not. Steph is like he's in the Allen Iverson category. Is he really a point guard or is he a two guard that just plays point? I I I, I think he's in the conversation for point guard, and he should be anointed soon. Let's just say that because he he'll, he'll be in that realm, you know. But here's my thing: if you're gonna call him a point guard, are you saying that he's the best point guard? in the game right now because that means that uh, 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 Chris Paul is taking a step back um, and a couple of other players that, you know, were named a few years ago. So I can't give him that quite yet. Greatest score of all time, that's got to be Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, this dude averaged 50 and 25. He had a stretch of, what was that, what I added up to, six, almost six years, six seasons where he scored 40 or more. Every game? Yeah, I think that's the greatest score. And I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, well, he played against plumbers and and, and 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 office personnel. I don't care what he played against, but he was dominant. Most dominant center of all time. Sorry, Shaq. Now somebody said that Steph Curry, I think it was uh I don't think it was Shannon. It may have been uh Stephen A. said Steph Curry has passed LeBron in the GOAT conversation. No, he has not. Because Steph Curry has never took a mop, a bucket, Booby Gibson, and a trash can to the finals and had a chance to win it. Steph is all, they built around Steph. I imagine if Cleveland would have built around LeBron all the first time he was there. imagine they would have built around him anytime he was there where they brung in free agency. They they drafted correctly. You know, got guys that could actually ball. Imagine what LeBron could have did with those teams. If he had a compliment piece, imagine. Steph never had that type of hardship because he's had Clay, he he's had Draymond, you know he's had JaVale McGee, he's had a lot of guys. So I can't give him that. But when he when he's all said and done, I'll say seven eight years from now, he hangs it up for good. All of that may change, but I can't give him those things now because his career's still going on. I can't – I mean, everybody wants to say, oh, this is the greatest – he's the greatest this, he's the greatest that, and I can't give him that. I can't. Like, people wanted to call Jordan the greatest player ever when he was still playing, and I was like, I can't give him that. I said, looking back at it, I got to give it to Wilt Chamberlain. I got to give it to this guy because his career is old. We can look at his career in a capsule and say this is this, this is that, because we can look over the whole entire career. Once Jordan retired, and we were able to – once he retired for good – we were able to over, to look over his whole entire career and encapsulate it and say, okay, yes, he did this great, he did that great, he did this, he did that. Oh, man, okay, now he's the GOAT. Now, you could put him in the conversation of all these things, greatest shooter, point guard, scorer, GOAT, you could put him in all of those conversations right now. But I cannot bestow upon him these titles. So that's just my thing. BJ? Uh-oh, somebody got defeated by the mute button.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Uh I, I I agree with you. Like I said, his career isn't over. Now, like I said, you know, that's you know, your opinion is he's not. And I think he is, you know, we were just talking about, you know, in the in the chat earlier, you know, how, you know, he can't purely put blame on whatever they played in. You know, um, just you know, the amount of I, and I think that's what makes him more impressive the amount of um shots he, he 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 shot and to be where he is as far as his percentage. You know, I think that's why it's so impressive. I and mean, I'll give him the greatest shooter, I'll give him that, but everything else. Let's see, because if the Warriors definitely aren't finished, and if they can reel off some more championships, and he hits um, past LeBron, because I don't think LeBron's gonna win another chip. I think that unless they they can pull off the Damian Lillard trade, if they can retool oh, that team. Oh but I mean, baby. how much retooling? How much retooling can you do with what you got? You already given up a lot. The Lakers have the Lakers have the the Wizards. The Knicks, Mommy, the Pelicans, there's so many teams that they've given their young players to that these teams are looking, you know, good. Not, the Pelicans aren't the best right now, but they're, you know, young players are flourishing. You got Jordan Clarkston in and, and Utah. You got um, Randall in New York. There's so many pieces that they had, they had kept their pieces with the old man LeBron James and maybe – added a Carmelo off the bench, you wouldn't have needed Russell and A D. You'd have had youngsters that could you know, LeBron wouldn't have had to play forty eight minutes though or just have to be on the floor for the team to win. That's where they are now. Yeah, he has to be he has to be on the floor for them to win. So hey, it is what it is, man. You there, KG?
0: Uh-oh. I got to be defeated by the mute button that time. That's on me. <laughs> now, last but not least, before we get out of here, because we got we, – we we running overtime. You got Jell-O Bo, LeAngelo, Isaiah Thomas, who just got called up to a 10-day contract for uh, hardships and started to make me wonder, does Russell Westbrook really have COVID-19? And you got Lance Stevenson, two out of the three have played in the NBA before Jello lit it up in uh, the preseason. And I believe in summer league also, he lit it up. What's stopping these guys from making a team if they can ball? Like IT should not be without a job. We talked about this earlier and we talked about IT and how Danny Ainge kind of screwed them by trading them away because he's he was never the same after that he never really fit anywhere he didn't fit in sacramento cleveland the lakers he didn't fit anywhere he wasn't able to be himself lance stevenson with all his antics he's still a dependable defensive player but he can also score lance stevenson give you at least 19 a game jello leangelo ball who some say was the weakest of the ball brothers showed that he could ball his ass off Charlotte went through a COVID scare. I want to say last week, a week before last and lost a lot of players. He still didn't get called up. He, and then he's down in the G league. He sat for six games. They wouldn't play him. No minutes for six games. He gets in 15 minutes, Goes six of eight. I think he had 19 points. He went off, but you telling me this cat can't play. Like, what is stopping them from being in the NBA full-time? I I mean, granted, Isaiah Thomas got the 10-day contract. In your honest opinion, BJ, what is stopping these guys from being able to be on a roster if they can bowl? I
1: think it's just preference. I think it's just, you know, coaches and their preference and, you know, um, not playing guys and, and, you know, not – I mean, it's, it's early enough in the season where you could play guys and get a fill for them. That way, when you get to the playoffs, and you don't have to go only go six or seven deep on your bench. Like the Wizards, you know they have a deep bench. You know they, could, you know what well, they should be able to have. They should have a deep bench. Um, the Knicks, you know they can go to their bench. The Lakers should be able to go to their bench, et cetera. But you got to be able to play these guys. And I just, I just think sometimes it's just, it's just spite, and they rather cut their own hand off. Then let a player shine. You know, you got Kimball Walker sitting in New York, just sitting, you know. So it's just – and then you don't know what's going on upstairs that these players – are, are these coaches telling them not to play these players for certain reasons? So it could be a little
0: mm. – It could be. It, it could, It could be politics. It could be a lot of different things. I just, I don't like it. You know, I, when you see a guy and you know a guy can really, really ball and you know he can help some team, but he's stuck down in the G League, that ain't no way to be, man. That's no way to be. But that's all we got for tonight. We got to get out of here because it's getting late. Uh, some of us have chores to finish, um, kids to put to bed, and, you know, Uh, Chocolate milk to drink because it's after 10 o'clock. Got to have that chocolate milk before I go to bed because it's instilled in my brain. But we will not have a Saturday night WrestleManiacs this Saturday due to holiday preparation from the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez and myself. Um, I will check in with the Nubian Sumo and see if he has any thoughts to drop on Saturday. Maybe we can drop something short, quick and dirty. But we will be back on Sunday, guaranteed. I'm not going to you know, hype you up for anything on Friday, but we will be back Sunday, guaranteed, with the Sunday Rise Live right here on Podbean at 10.30 in the morning. Um, but until then, that's the boss, BJ. I'm the big guy, KG. For the rest of the sideline junkies that were on special assignment tonight, the man of the hour, Delante, the man that's twice as nice and, and, and cool as ice, Junie, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Big Jim, the residence cowboy fan, Allen, Lady C joined in a little bit in the text window earlier, and yes, honey, y'all, Alchemix. Our Alchemist that is a gas bomb And I am going to drop it Like it's nobody's Business but I gotta Have my chocolate milk you know These you know, old, old guts man they ain't, they ain't too well these 40 year old guts these ain't no 20 year old guts but until Next time thank y'all Everybody in the text window Bobby honey y'all Alchemist even a prick that Decided to be a little Racist yes you Thank you For your support And liking the show and all of that and sharing the show. You filthy animal. But we don't do no overtime. We are out of here.